0: Excuse me, sir. Hold the door, please. Hold yeah, the door. How's it, how's it going, son? Oh, come on in here. Come on in here.
1: Oh, thank you, sir. I was trying to catch you, sir. I know you're on your trip from Australia.
0: So. Oh, yeah. The Barnaby Coast, mate. Love it.
1: Hey, sir, um, I just have a quick pitch for you. Do you have, like, a minute? No I've got to until we
0: get to the top floor, mate. So go ahead.
1: All right. So do you know what people love the most in movies? Children in peril. Sold.
0: Sword, you got yourself a good picture. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, no, no. We're just, we're having a good time over here at Aussie Studios. So. Oh, okay. Go ahead and make your movie. Get it in on time. That's the only thing I ask for. So go, go right ahead. You want to go grab a beer, mate?
1: Yeah, you sound like a, a true bogan.
0: Yeah, I'm a real, ba- I'm a real bogey bogan.
1: <laughs> I learned that the other day, sir. All right. Well, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get to writing. Let's this. get the John Dory the
0: fuck out of here, you fucking motherfucker.
1: Let's go. Oh, I thought that was used a different way, but I, I'm not Australian, so what would I know?
0: I'm, I'm just not on lockdown. I'm just happy to be out. Uh, uh,
1: this is my door. It's tour. a free man. Uh, bye. Way to go. Cable. Welcome back to the cable boys the internet's only podcast about movies
2: that's right justin we are just three little shrimpies on the barbie who like to talk about movies from our childhood that were inappropriate for one reason or another
0: we uh we watched fortress uh, an australian thriller justin you picked fortress yes So uh, Fortress is a movie
1: that when we came up with this idea for our podcast of inappropriate movies, it was one that jumped in my head immediately just because it's has stuck with me forever since I saw it as a kid. It's one of those movies where I know you guys have never seen it. It seems like a movie I made up in my head. (laughs) You try to tell people about and are like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That being said, rewatching it. I fucking love this movie still really like it's still just like pace wise. and like, it kind of does make sense, but it <laughs> lived up to my memories. At least everything that happened in the movie. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't make that up. That does happen. They do fucking murder a guy at the end of the movie, like savagely.
2: So it might not be that the film holds up. It's more just like patting yourself on the back saying like, you did not hallucinate when you were a child. You like uh, reality is real. Grass mm-hmm. is green. Uh, you're not crazy.
1: But I also, like, remember liking the movie and was like, oh, am I not going to like this movie? Or is it going to be like, what's, like, Mike's movie we did? Senior Week. Senior Week, which is, like, total dog shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there could have been an element of, like, I think I actually liked that movie as a kid. And the rewatching, like, this is not good in any sense.
2: I'll I'll say this movie is pulse pounding. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like, holds up more so now just because the climate of schools having people show up with guns <laughs> is a lot more the actual reality that we're living in. Like when they they just like pull the blinds and there's like this fucking knockoff daffy duck just staring them in the face with a with a loaded shotgun. My my pulses got
0: poundy. Really? Because that was one of the first out loud laughs I had. Really? Wow. When the guy showed up with the shotgun just at the window. I lie. I did not find this movie terrifying or anything, but we'll get into that. Just a, re- a recap of the plot. It involves four masked men in various uh-huh. animal masks. Oh, I, I wouldn't say just animal masks. We have a Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I would
2: say that... Uh, the, uh, at, as we all know as improvisers, you sort of follow the game. So, like, you have your first suggestion. In this case, it was a duck. Uh, so then the second suggestion is what crystallizes the game of the scene. So you got a duck and then you got a mouse. Of course, we're going yeah. animals, <laughs> duck, mouse, kitty cat. Logically, next is Father Christmas. Do you uh, think yes. when
0: he showed up with that mask, he's like the Santa Claus is the ringleader. Right? Yeah, he's. Yes. So do you think he was like, what fuck? I told you guys, Santa Claus is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah not even not even like animals that would be found uh in christ's manger yeah. this is not even
1: like christmas based things no i think they all agreed like we're all doing animals and he was like yep i'll be an animal and then he showed up with father christmas and the other three were like What the fuck? And he was like, I'll I'll kill you all.
2: (laughs) I'll kill you all. I'll kill you all, mate. I'm the one who means business. I I do feel like he started with Father Christmas, and just because he's the ringleader, he's like, no, I'm the only one with cognizant (laughs) thought. Uh, (laughs) You people are animals. That is how we differentiate uh, our status in this gang.
0: Just to be clear, uh, so it's Father Christmas. It's a mouse. It is Mac the Mouse. Okay. It's a cat. Right? Yeah. It is a pussy cat. And a duck.
2: Is that right? And it is, it's specifically Dabby
0: Duck. Just so, because we're going to refer to them as those things, because I don't remember their names. If they even said their names.
2: They all have names. Dabby Duck, Mac the Mouse. I... As a researcher in my heart, went ahead and like Googled these, assuming that they're beloved uh, Australian characters. That is not the case. Dabby Duck just came up with Daffy Duck uh, stoned as shit. Like there were, there's a lot <laughs> of like fan Duck. art that is just Dabby Duck and Bud's Buddy, and they are just like red eyed as hell and just blown out
0: of their gourds. My my high school mascot was. The eagle. Uh-huh. But our eagle costume was so old and derpy looking that he looked high as fuck. And we used to like laugh about it all the time. And he he was just kind of like, oh, let's go team.
2: But yeah, this is like an incredibly well-financed picture for Australia because HBO footed the bill. But still, they couldn't get any sort of licensed characters for these masks. Yeah. But like they still tried to hide it by giving them actual names. I I feel like that's what's more Mm -hmm. perplexing about it.
0: So they take various school children and a teacher hostage. For a country school, so you have to explain
1: that it's in the outback. It's a country school, so all the kids are different ages because there's not enough kids to have like a big giant school. Yeah how do you how do you teach that? How do you how do you teach a uh, various ages? You teach like Montessori style. You just go to one and be like, "What do you need to work on?" So like, yeah, these mask guys come take all the kids. There's like eight eight kids, right? Yeah. Thereabouts.
2: I mean, they they didn't bother to count either. <laughs> That's why, like, one of them was very, <laughs> was able to slip away so easily.
1: Yeah. Take him hostage to get money is the idea. Uh, based on a true story, which is also fucking insane. Kind of yeah. true. Well, the true story is crazier than the fucking movie.
0: Yeah, right? it did. It did. I did kind of want to see a more faithful adaptation when I read the true story.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the true story is crazy. Well, anyways, kidnaps them. The the kids escape once, get caught again, escape, build their own little like fortress in a cave. That fortress
0: comes in late. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yes. Late. The whole time I was like, where's this fucking fortress? Yes.
2: The writer is just like, what am I going to call this movie? I don't have anything
0: that I could call this movie yet. Oh, we're in the last 10 minutes. Fortress. General screenwriting things are like, by midway through the movie, your whole premise, like that should be it, right? So that Fortress is coming in late. Well, that's my problem
1: with It's a Wonderful Life. And she doesn't have that fucking dream sequence until like the last 15 minutes of the fucking movie. Yeah. Which I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah, like, it's not, this movie it's not sucks. Crazy. I hate that movie.
2: Yeah, that's my problem with Citizen Kane. <laughs> we don't know that it's the sled until the very end of it. Like, lead with him riding that sled. <laughs> I want to see some winter fun.
1: Yeah, shredding some gnar <laughs> on Citizen Kane. Fucking 316 off a rail down Big Bear. Just fucking... Shredding it with his homies.
0: Now, Justin, um, when you picked this movie, you said you watched it as a kid because it was on local TV. First of all, when you t- said this and you were like, it's an Australian movie from the 80s, I was nervous because this is like a period in Australian cinema when they were releasing brutal movies. Uh-huh. Like the, the, the Mad Max trilogy, the original one. Mm-hmm. There's a movie called Wake and Fright, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but it's really rough. There was a movie, a nuclear post-apocalyptic movie called uh, A Boy and His Dog. Oh, yeah. This movie, uh, though, I did not find—it's definitely inappropriate if you're watching a kid. I could could see it. So it it fits. But kind of watching it now, I was like, I don't know if they have a rating system, but I was like, what would this be rated? Yeah, well, it's definitely an R, I think. Really? I think so, but it's so violent. But I
1: feel like the, the it's one of those weird movies that like we've talked about before of like, I don't know who this is for because it's starring mostly kids. It's the, the cast is 90% children. So I think that's why I watched it as a kid. I was like, oh, it's a movie about kids. And I could kind of see myself through those eyes as mm-hmm. the kid in the movie. But I shouldn't be watching this fucking movie because it's about kids being kidnapped and watching old people get shot in the stomach. Yeah. So I don't know who it's really for.
0: Um, I think it was for
1: a specific kind of
0: Australian audience who knew that story. I would say it's for Australian kids because I I guess I would have assumed that they're a little tougher than American kids. But not these Australian kids. These Australian kids are a little pansies. A couple of them are.
1: Mm, uh, I don't know. Hey, Sid killed a fox at the beginning of the movie. Yeah,
0: I thought they would be more rural and like able to do stuff. I don't know. I thought that they were uh, a little weak. Little low T. Hey, they didn't hesitate at the
1: end to fucking Lord of the Flies, not fucking Santa Claus at the end. Just yeah. fucking stab him to death with a bunch of sticks.
0: Yeah. Which is fucking
1: hardcore. That ending is pretty hardcore.
0: It's a, it's hardcore. None of this had to happen, by the way. So let's get into it. So they <laughs> take these kids and they put them down uh, a cave, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So they're all down there in the cave. Uh-huh. And they are able to find. There's, it's beautiful, by the way. I, I thought Willie Ames was going to show up at one point or another. <laughs> yeah. These kids. Are able? They're able to find like there's a pond, and if you swim under, you can get to the other side. Yes. I guess is what we want to say. Mm-hmm. And there's like an escape, right? Sure, that's cool. That's great. And then, I because also, I Kevin watched this before me, and Kevin was like, "Oh, that's a terrifying thing." That
1: was just like them swimming. You know, what's funny is like rewatching it. That that scene scared the shit out of me yeah. as a kid, just for years. Because I was just like, "Oh man, I I don't know." As a kid, if I could do that. Mm-hmm. But I was also scared that if I couldn't do that, would I be the kid that then drowns somebody else trying to save me? Right. Like both scenarios were like, I don't want to have to like take a kid under. I also don't want to be the kid who has to be taken under.
0: Right. But let's, I think a lot of this podcast is going to be critiquing this teacher at the center of everything because she does a lot yes. of dumb things. Sure. So once, once she swims under and she's like, oh, you can just, if you hold your breath long enough, you can get under. It, de- it definitely doesn't seem that long. She then swims back, tells the kids, and we're going to do it one by one. I, I I was like, why don't you all rope it? Like, hold hands and go under so you don't lose everybody.
2: No, that's a terrible that's a No, I terrible don't think so at all. Idea. That, you... No. no, you would be a bad teacher that would kill your entire class. Like, the idea was that she was taking them one by one to make sure they each made it. If you just have, like, a rope, they're dragging each other down. That's how you lose the entire class in one.
0: Mm, maybe. I mean, I also thought when she saw daylight, I would have been like, see ya! Like <laughs> <And> started running. <laughs> yeah. Cable boy.
2: Can we talk about Derek for a little bit? Yes, oh, fucking
1: Derek. Jesus Christ.
2: Why would you, if you're writing a movie about kids, just make one of them a
0: complete irredeemable piece of shit? <laughs> well, because that is sort of Lord of the Flies. It just it, yeah, isn't as good as Lord of the Flies.
1: It doesn't pay off. It doesn't pay off. And he never really like does anything Great. Yeah. I mean, he kind of saves her at some point, but like, because
0: that is a weird thing of this movie. When you when I looked it up, I was like, "What is this movie we're watching?" And kind of reading about it, everything was like Lord of the Flies esque. Yes. It's more Lord of the Rings because they're just walking around and eating and singing. <laughs> <laughs> <they were> like, <laughs> everybody said Lord of the Flies, other than it's a bunch of kids. There is nothing to do with Lord of the Flies here. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. There's no besides the end.
0: Yeah, I guess. But I thought like, oh, they're gonna be uh, held hostage. And some are going to, break, you know, like have their ideas of what to do and other, you know, that's not the case at all. That's actually a better movie. Right. This is just a bunch of little dipshit kids who just are setting their shoelaces on fire and honk into their teacher. Well, again, if you remake this movie, you make them kidnapped longer
1: and like a a way longer where they have time to go more feral. That just doesn't happen. (laughs) This one, they're just like. They're just going to tell their parents, like, what'd you do today? Uh, we all went on a picnic. We killed Father Christmas. Uh, Passed yeah. the Vegemite. Like,
0: yeah, this is this is just a weird afternoon.
1: Especially because, like, at the very end of the movie, to jump to the end, like, when the FBI comes after they've killed the guys, and it's, like, a few weeks later, I guess? Like, it's not even that much later. Well, maybe it's, like, a week later because they only had two weeks left of school.
0: Yeah, it's long enough to who gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's over.
1: It happened. And and none of the kids care. They're all just, like... <laughs> not. None of them are traumatized. If anything, they're all, like, better people now. They're all, like, hardened and, like, don't fuck with our teacher, we'll fucking kill you like we killed that other guy. Wing, yeah, we wing, got we we the didn't. taste of
0: blood now. We got Santa blood on our hands. <laughs> we keep his fucking heart in a jar. What the fuck? Like- so, by the way, third movie we've watched where Santa bites it. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think Derek is uh, like Lord of the Flies in that, like, everyone picks on picky, but... Derek is also the bully. And so he, like, is set up as the kid who is, like, mean to the younger kids and, like, uh, pokes people with his ruler. But then everyone is so shitty to Derek... He doesn't, like, the only redeemable quality he has is he's good at making spears, but that's the simplest weapon to make. But yeah, Derek is a smoker. He keeps from everyone that he has matches. They prank him. They make him drink salad dressing, and everybody's like, ha, 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 eat shit, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, almost, he almost chokes on, like, an acidic taste, and they're like, anyway, uh, let's use these for lamps." He is too fat to squeeze through the hole that the teacher did so he causes an avalanche and they can't go back the other way. He can't swim. Every single chance that they get, the cool, like, bigger, older bully is the one getting picked on. Isn't that how bullies are made?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd think that he would join the uh, masked men. be Like, fucking shoot all these people. I can't stand them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, like, they are in the hole when they first get in that hole. He fucking is like takes the little girl's like fucking lunch sack or something and is like playing keep away from her. And I'm yeah. like, the fuck, Derek, you've been kidnapped. And like at this moment, you're like, fuck this little girl. I'm just gonna fucking terrorize her.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's entirely his fault just because like later they're like walking and someone, uh, they're talking about how the cops are gonna find them. And they're like, we should dip Derek in salad oil and use him as a beacon. They're, they're like, we hate this guy so much. Let's light him on fire. Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I think my other problem with this is I, I've finally been watching Game of Thrones. Ooh. And right before I watched this, I watched like the entire like Jon Snow, Sam, like they're all in mm. a siege. I was like, I just watched a way superior version of this story and then sat down and watched uh, this. <laughs> um, the other big laugh I had was when they finally make it to like a farmhouse. Yes. The, the, the bad guys are just there too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, it's so hilarious. And then there it's an old couple who owns the farmhouse. The, they they shoot the old man. That's like the most violent thing besides yes. I guess them killing Father Christmas. But but it was like point blank with one of those sawed-off shotguns. They shoot the old man. And then the kids run and they run into the barn and <laughs> they're all scared and she's like, "Well, I don't think that they meant to shoot the old man. Right. First of all, why why defend these masked men? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're running from them and then you hear the old woman's screams of death. And it's like, well, they might not have meant to shoot the old man. They definitely meant to kill that old bitch though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Well, that whole scene is crazy too. They that that's when they decide to like fuck these dudes, like fuck it. We're going to kill these fucking dudes.
2: That was confusing too just because they they see through the barn door that like they i think they heard a shot mm-hmm. they assume one of them's dead but they have zero confirmation they say like it seems like two of them got in a car and drove away now is our time because everyone loves the sound of children singing we are going to sing a haunting little tune and lure this little pussycat in because it's cold out
0: there and he might be lonely well
1: he's also hungry he hasn't eaten four times that day uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like i have some chocolate biscuits and he's like, oh, I love chocolate
0: biscuits. Yeah, so they, they started attacking the masked men. What happened to Duckman? He's the one who got killed out they
1: heard get killed. But they fucking cut his head off. Yeah, <laughs> so who, I don't remember what who, who, who did that? I completely missed it. I'm guessing Father Christmas and Rat. that why did they
0: cut his head off
2: because they were arguing saying like you didn't have to kill the old man and father christmas was like you were the one who said we should like off a kid every hour on the hour right and so i think like they snapped at each other and there was a gunshot there was no sound of decapitation no but i love that like i guess he got shot in the neck Enough to decapitate him <laughs> and then they just kinda like pieced him back together. <laughs> just like kinda kinda smooshed him to make him like stand yeah. just to last long enough until the kids walked by and he would just
0: like fall apart. It was very confusing because I, I I I saw that part. And I, the oozing sound of his, like, head falling off. And I was like, well, who did this? And I, yeah. I, I, on YouTube, I scrubbed back, like, a minute, and I still didn't see who did it. And then I was like, oh, i I don't care.
2: So uh, that led to another uh, laughable moment, mm-hmm. specifically that, like, the way that they kill the kitty cat is the two boys, the the hero kid and then Derek. They're like, oh, we're tired. We're gonna go lay down. And then she's like luring the cat with biscuits. He's like, (laughs) hell yeah, my gun is pretty cool. (laughs) I could rob a bank with this. Then they hit him over the head. Again, Derek useless. The main kid is the one who like kills him, but the gun goes off, shoots Tommy. They assume Tommy's dead. We're now like caring for this kid who is like bleeding from like a buckshot wound in the shoulder. And then later the teacher is tending to him and uh, she's like, hey, uh, why didn't you dodge the bullet? Yeah, yeah, you idiot. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I I was busy. And she's like, yeah, busy talking, fucking chatterbox over here. (laughs) That kid just got shot point blank by like a buckshot. How do you dodge those bullets? You can't.
1: Again, there was no like scene of like, where's the the first aid kit? Oh, the first aid kit. It's just like, oh, well, you're you're shot. Yeah,
2: (laughs) But anyway- so like so they escape again, they go to a fortress, they decide that this is like Custer's last stand in this cave, and then the remaining two thugs find them, get close enough to them to hide their Santa mask in the brushes, and she freaks out. She, by the way, was asleep with a gun on her. Uh, she freaks out, she shoots. That is the time, like, why... Why did they just, like, hide while the kids had a chance to Lord of the Flies it up? Again, this is, like, two days in. They haven't had a chance to go crazy, but they go feral immediately just from, like, outback living,
1: I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, at some point, if you're the masked men, you, you got to give it up. You yeah. got to be like, okay, we f- it, d- it didn't work out. Like, Yeah, they never saw our faces. Let's just cut our losses. Yeah, they want to hold them for ransom, but how much money would be in this rural town? Like, this couldn't be worth it.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure they would be like, I don't know, somebody get it. Go to fucking Sydney and get it.
2: Also, at this point, you're now just splitting it two ways instead of four. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're probably like, oh, thank God these two died. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to make bank now. But, yeah, like, they give the kids and the teacher enough time to set up boulder traps, set up, like, sharpened sticks. A
1: punji pit? <laughs>
2: they, They give him time to do so much shit, like, an entire day. It reminded me of the end of Predator, where Predator just, like, gives Arnold his time. He's just like, this is going to be a fair fight. And then when they finally do make their way, they don't even do it together. No. Mac the Mouse is the one who just, like, goes chasing them. And then, like, the little kids, like, set off a boulder that very well should have killed Rachel Ward's character.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like, just like Predator. I mean, Predator's much superior to this movie. But just once, whenever there's going to be a scene of like, I got to build traps and stuff, I think we need to see at least once it not work. Or somebody being like, no, no, you got to, the pulley has got to be a little, you know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Because it, it would take way too long and they're great at it. Right away.
2: I think even better, uh, I want to see in one of these movies the sort of like hyper montage where everybody's like sharpening sticks and like setting up traps, but then occasionally cutting back to Father Christmas, just like eating a bean and cheese burrito, like waiting yeah, for a sure. microwave. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like, how are they spending this time yeah. while everyone else <laughs> yeah. is training? You want to go
0: back ahead and look for them? No, just waiting a couple hours. Yeah. I, just, I just stayed. Andy Rooney's about to talk about something.
2: <laughs> but yeah, they, they end up like killing Mac the Mouse on sharpened sticks, which like she also falls on top of him. They're lucky that she wasn't stabbed like straight through him. Yeah. And then they like celebrate in the cave. And she says, I wrote it down. She says, quiet, there's one left. It's Father Christmas. It won't be easy, but we've got to get
1: him. It's so easy.
2: This is the easiest death (laughs) in (laughs) any movie ever. He just like, he just runs screaming, (laughs) trips over, (laughs) trips over a line, falls in fire, and they all just stab him to death.
0: Yeah. It's a little bit like death proof, which I think is like a little disappointing where it's like, oh, you're terrified of Kurt Russell, but then at the end they just kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a lead up to nothing.
2: But yeah, so they so they kill him. Uh, the police are coming to to question the kids and the teacher. They're like, "This doesn't add up." And then the kids, sort of like children of the corny, uh, just kind of like creep in, <laughs> giving off the vibe yeah. that like we're we're about we're about to disembowel you too if you try to take away our teacher. Did you guys see that there was an alternate ending? where when the kids like creep in there they're all armed with spears oh. like all of them had weapons as they like kind of creep into the classroom
0: well but yeah but the actual ending it the camera goes in on a heart and you can kind of hear yeah. like did they right. cut the guy's heart out yeah they cut his they heart did, out they did yeah
2: the still
1: beating heart is in there that's that's a little much that was a little much that's hard that's like I'm saying it's hardcore but they also don't, that doesn't play off of anything from earlier in the movie. Like I can understand if they were seeing a song about like a missing heart or something in it, you know, like, yeah. or they're learning about the human anatomy, something. It's just yeah. like, no, we went psycho when we killed this dude. We cut his fucking heart out and put it in a jar.
0: Yeah, I think the bad guys won. I mean, these kids are going to be worse than these bumbling kidnappers. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they're just a bunch of redneck Aussies. These kids cut someone's fucking heart out. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher was like, let's put it in the classroom. <laughs> you yeah. know, not like hard. throw it in the bush and let's forget about it. She was like, no, 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 trophy.
1: Yeah. But you think like those cops would have been like, the fuck are you doing, kids? What the fuck are you going to do? Kill me? I'm a fucking, there's two cops here. Right. Can we talk about the real life story now? Yeah. Yeah, we can. I didn't realize this movie was based off a true story. The Faraday school kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in 1972, masked guys came in and kidnapped six female students and their teacher mm-hmm. wanted a million dollars. But then the kids escaped and the guy was caught. And then a couple of years later, he escaped again from prison and then took a bunch of people hostage. Which I was just like, twice? You do the same thing twice? <laughs> well, you gotta get better. Well <laughs> the second one was funny because he like like on the Wikipedia it's not, you know, he kidnaps and he he kidnapped a teacher and nine kids this time. And then when he was driving off, he hit a truck And he took the truck driver out, made him a hostage. (laughs) 20 minutes later, there was a logging truck, and he stopped the logging truck, and then took that guy hostage. And took the logs hostage. And then there was a a camper van with two
0: females. That's ridiculous. And he was like,
1: "Uh, you guys coming with us. And so then he had 16 hostages.
0: He took all of Australia hostage.
1: I was like, this is a fucking Mr. Bean comedy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because, like, in the first one, the plan was to chain them up. And so, like, they they basically, like, got these kids, hit them in the van, and then they, like, the... The thing was basically they wanted a million dollars and they didn't want any funny business because like if you if you try to fuck with us, annihilation was going to happen. They called the guy for the ransom once. (laughs) He didn't pick up and he was like, oh, shit, forget it. And so they like threw the chains in the river. They like went back to their house. They didn't even sleep by the van. And so the teacher was just able to like kick out of the back of the van. They got arrested And again, he's just like, this is my only plan. This time he asked for $7 million, but then he also wanted cocaine and guns. Yeah. So so, uh, my man graduated.
1: Uh, (laughs) Might as well. He has 16 hostages who fucking swing for the fences, you know? (laughs) Like Cocaine, guns, anything else?
2: He also wanted, uh, like, because uh, he did get arrested and went to prison, he also asked for the release of several prisoners. So he he was also like, hey, my buddy's in there.
1: Hey, my mates. Uh, let's let's get them freedom too. I also like how he got caught again, got convicted, but then they were just like, ah, you can do it. the census concurrently. Like we won't stack them up on each other. And so he did like twenty one years and got out. Now he's a fucking truck driver now. Yeah, could like, just living his life in Australia, fucking driving by schools, being like, yeah, kidnap that one, kidnap that one, could have kidnapped that one. Yeah, <laughs> that one. That one. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah he uh, he tried to kidnap kids twice. No one died. He strangled a man to death in the showers. Fortunately, the man was a rapist. And so, <laughs> so I was like, all right, uh, we can knock off some time for that. Oh, you got rid of that, Bogan. <laughs> Bogan. You got to listen to
1: the mini uh if you want to know what Bogan is. <laughs> did you guys look up the lady who wrote the book that this was based on?
2: Oh, boy, oh.
1: did I. Woof. Want to go into that, Kevin, because she's a doozy.
2: I will. I will indeed. Her name is Gabrielle Lord. She is Australia's queen of crime fiction. She was inspired by Gertrude Stein because she picked up a biography and read the sentence, I decided when I was 30 that I would write. She was like, yeah, fuck it. That sounds good to me. <laughs> and so she ended up like being a teacher. She was a bricklayer. She was a peach picker. And she actually worked as a teacher in one of these schools. It's it's out in the wilderness. And so you get kids of all ages. And then if those kids want to like move on to higher education, then they like uh, get busted off to Brisbane or something. The third book that she wrote, Was Fortress. She had just had her second book denied by publishers. They said, Miss Lord has looked into the woodshed, seen something dreadful, thought it was life, and written about it. And so she was like, You think that's good? Well, fuck you. She read about like this Faraday kidnapping. She just like wrote it in three weeks. She had a writer's fellowship, basically just like shit this thing out and received like international acclaim for it. Her other interests are animal welfare, a type of spirituality that's manifested in the music of the Taizé community, which is a a spiritual sort of like home type of music. Also, Gabrielle Lord, in February of 2017, Spoke at a fundraising event for the far right Q Society of <laughs> Australia. <laughs> nice.
0: Ah, there it is. It's been a while since we've had Q up on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back.
2: The Q Society of Australia was a far right Islamophobic and homophobic organization that opposed Muslim immigration and the presence of Muslims in Australian society. Her latest novel is about forced marriage in the Muslim community, and she said she met many Muslim women who had been abused and persecuted. She said to this crowd, Brothers and sisters, there is a war on, and unfortunately... We are caught a little unaware because they were better prepared than we are. Speaking about Muslims, basically, we're going to war and we're not prepared. Apparently, her publishers begged her to have some more attractive Muslim characters (laughs) and more positives of Islam in her writing. And she was like, people are afraid to speak the truth. Mm. It's a sign. I need to speak truth to power. Other other people at this particular event, just so you know the kind of company that Gabrielle Lord keeps, it was emceed by singer Angry Anderson. Who kept the crowd amused with a constant patter about his ex-wife?
1: <laughs> Which is <laughs> you mean stand-up? He does.
2: Yeah, he basically did like uh, one of his jokes was, "She said I was a violent man because I ate red meat," but that's a story for my next book. Good stuff, angry. Yeah.
0: Cable.
2: Also, this is a tiny note, but you misrepresented me. It was poor little Justin that was terrified by Let's go to the mini episode. Let's go to the mini episode. You said fine. you said scary. I was fine. No, Justin was scared by it. More more importantly, I'm wondering why you have four different masked men if no one is gonna stay behind with the hostages. Yeah. Whatever they had to do, which apparently was just to go get dinner. That's my favorite part. Is they escape, they walk to the closest house that they can find. And they're like, the masked men are there. They're uh, about to, like, kill this old couple, and uh, the teacher begs them. She's just like, the kids are so hungry. Please give them something. And he's like, well, your dinner yeah. was waiting for you back at the cave. Like, we slaved <laughs> away at it. Dabby Duck over here,
0: he's been going to culinary school. <laughs> i made frittatas. i made frittatas." <laughs> no, nope, Nobody in this movie can go two hours without eating. Oh, my God, which they eat it, so which much. Is little, right, yeah. Which is a little, like, fuck it. Let's just get into scenes and make you go, hmm, because yeah. that's my big one.
2: Seems to make you go. Ooh. Seems to make you go. Mm-hmm. Seems to make you go. Ooh.
0: All the kids are able to swim under and they get out. And they're walking. They're leaving the cave. Yeah. And they stop to eat. Right. What the fuck are you stopping to eat for? You fucking keep going. <laughs> you know what? I think I
1: think I it's a cultural thing. I think like Australia and New Zealand, because that plays out like in Lord of the Rings, like the whole like second breakfast. I think they're a snacky culture. <laughs> they're a <laughs> they snacky just, culture. <laughs> I think that's all. They're just always just like, oh, it's fucking 10 a.m. It's
0: a uh, second breakfast. You can't walk and eat some Vegemite. I mean, like, just fucking keep going. I, no,
2: you, you have to understand they're a bit more peckish uh, <laughs> on the other side
0: of the pot. They went 10 feet out of getting out of this terrifying hole. And they're like, all right, let's, let's have a little bite. Huh? <laughs> I don't think it's just that. It's that, like,
2: they all ate breakfast before they got to school. And then they're already talking about being hungry. The teacher is just like, listen, just wait till lunch. They get in the hole. They eat a sandwich. They escape. They eat another sandwich. <laughs> On the walk over, they're again just like, if we stayed in the cave, we would have been eating by now. Uh, as soon as they get to the next place, they're just like, we're fucking starving. They escape again. The first thing they do is eat. Like, it is nonstop. And also, how much food did they pack? I know. They all
1: exactly. of, they, they all brought fucking giant bento boxes of so fucking like four meals.
0: The beginning, the teacher's like, uh, when the gunmen are like, get on the fucking truck, the teacher's like, bring your book bags. What, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking do your English lesson? Like uh, you are been picked off one by <laughs> yeah. one?
2: But they're, the book bags themselves are like full-size, like week-long vacation
0: suitcases. Like they, th- they go from like being terrified to being like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Like when they're walking away and one kid's like, I got to eat. Another kid's like, we're missing uh, Andy Rooney right. or whatever the fuck they watch down there. Oh, Kojak, I'm missing Kojak. Like, is, <laughs> are you guys seriously in danger or or what? Like you're not
1: acting like that's the thing about this movie that I kinda remember and I thought that she kinda played it off at the beginning of the movie, like, Oh, this is like a, a game. Mm-hmm. And they kinda do that, you know, it's like, Oh, we're gonna go have a picnic with these men.
2: Yeah, that youngest kid is a moron.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Toby's like, Oh, we're gonna have a picnic, miss. But they don't do that. Like, if you're a remaking this movie, I think you would lean in more for that of like, We're playing a game, we're gonna do this and do that, yeah. and make it less scary and they kind, this movie does drop the ball a couple of times with, like, things that it sets up that just never play out. Like, she's so concerned about getting the uh, first aid kit. Right, right. And then she hides a knife or a fucking, like, stone, you know, spear or whatever. And then she doesn't get it on the, the bus. And you are like, oh, shit, like, later on, they're going to need that first aid kit. She's uh-huh. going to be really mad that she doesn't have that knife. No. They just never mattered. Yeah.
0: Cable.
1: I mean, this entire movie is basically kind of a scene that makes me go, hmm, uh, in a lot of ways. A scene that makes me go, yum. Seems to make you go. Yum. Is just as Rachel Ward getting undressed to go swimming, that whole sequence. <laughs>
2: oh, wow.
1: Why did she take her bra off? She took it off once and then
0: the second time she did not take it off.
1: The second time she doesn't take it off, I really like because it's because she sees that the other girl sees her taking off and is very like shy about it and decides to keep
0: it on. Right. So that girl doesn't have to. This is three movies in a row. we're getting on some sort of list and it ain't Entertainment Weekly's best podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, EW.
2: You're going to have to go back to rating Phoebe Cates' tits.
0: Jesus Christ. I mean, that girl was like 14. But but I'm saying that's why she does that. And I wasn't into that. But
1: Rachel Ward, I think, is the reason, looking back, I have a thing for older women. Mm -hmm. Oh. I think she's, like, zapped those... Fucking synapses in my brain. Oh, she's hot, man. Yeah, she's super hot. Like, but like after that, I was like, her, Cela mm-hmm. Ward, Diane Lane, like those are like my all
0: the same the woman
1: crop, like.
0: <laughs> All the same woman. Yeah, Seriously, all the same woman.
2: <laughs> I feel like it also explains why Justin's first date is always a picnic
0: miss. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that that kid, so she, she drops the top in front of a male student uh-huh. and he's yeah. got such a great, uh, should I honk now or honk later <laughs> moment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's all of us watching that scene just, cause uh, if you got gunmen after you, you don't want to waste a good honkable moment. What are you, what are you doing there?
2: No. <laughs> i mean she was she was gone for at least three candles so you know
0: (laughs) just being real relaxed during a hostage situation be like take a nap take a nap after another sandwich
2: she she was like how many shoelaces do we have left he's like i have no idea like i blacked out as soon as as soon as i came
0: i woke up and i was soaking wet (laughs) i used three shoelaces to fixiate myself I heard it's better. Yeah, seriously. Man, I that stuff's real, by the way. When I was an ultra boy, uh, we used to have like, you know, you would wear whatever, uh, a cloak. But it would have like a nylon rope that you tied around. Uh uh-huh. And me and my friend Tommy, we were kneeling, uh, you know, during the mass. And we were right in front of candles. And I was doing this thing where I was shooting the nylon rope near the candles, you know. And it fucking landed right on the flame and went up. <laughs> and, like, and it, like, and like so I almost caught myself on fire during church. <laughs> so, yeah, that shoelaces thing uh, tracked. That tracked with me. It's real. Kevin, you got a humor?
2: Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, part of my scenes that make me go, hmm.
0: Scenes that make you go, hmm,
2: is Is what you're talking about. How quickly... They waste all of their resources. Yeah. yeah. Like they they get closed into this cave. They have no idea how long it's gonna go on for. That little fucker Derek immediately just like lights a match with nothing to like light.
1: Fucking Derek. And then
2: they're like, oh shit, like, I guess I uh, get all the paper, get all the paper together. As an Eagle Scout, I know that you need a base of something to catch fire and keep the fire going. If you light paper on fire, that is a quick out. So they basically just like burned all their books. And then before they went exploring, they were just like, oh, like, we can make. Candles. the teacher basically said no we're gonna stay here
1: they didn't need candles to explore like they they burned everything that was yeah. flammable it's been like a scene that makes me go hmm. scenes make you go huh? this only takes place over a day yeah they're about yes yeah. two
0: days roughly yeah right like there's like... the
1: one night the next day they escape build their fortress and then they come back at that night right
0: I, it's a kind of a blur
1: is anybody looking for them?
0: Apparently not. Yeah. So I know the phone rang. So, and they were like, don't, don't answer it. And she's like, I'll go to. And they're like, nah, if I can get on the track. And they're like, well, but, you know, but then nobody's like searching
1: for these kids. Right? No. But I also, uh, to that, when they're first taken in the van and they're driving, you see the kid like look down, because there's a hole in the floor and he's like looking at the tires. And I was like, and you see her kind of look out the window. And I was like, oh, they're tracking where they are. He's going to track like, oh, I could tell by the road change or something. But again, nothing ever happens with no. It's just yeah. like a shot for, for no reason.
2: I guess, yeah, that is uh, back to the van is my scene that makes me go, hmm.
1: Seems to make you go. Ooh.
2: Because they all have to go to the bathroom. They get let out. Nobody keeps an eye on any of the kids. The teacher is just like, hey, Tommy, get out of here. Go run for help. They get back in the van like she should be proud of herself holy shit help help is coming i did good she can't sit still for 30 seconds without starting to sing a song i know Songs they have assigned parts for
0: (laughs) and the kid that just left is the third part like i know it's like it was like yeah they're riding the kid does get away And they're like, let's sing a song. And they're like, (laughs) hello, hello. Hello, that's Tommy's part. (laughs) It's like straight out of Three Stooges. Like,
1: what the fuck?
2: (laughs) Now it's time for our heralded segment. Everyone's a critic, but that doesn't make them smart. Yes, everyone's a critic where we find someone who hated this movie on Amazon and then we see what they loved. (laughs) Oldies 50 to 60 listener gave this film one star. (laughs) Oldies 50 to 60 listener wrote, oh, how I wish I didn't read only the four to five star reviews before purchasing. I like thriller type movies from Australia. The acting's okay. The plot is okay. But the actual storyline is not a thriller horror, suspense, nor exciting. It's blah. Wait until it comes back to HBO and you will see that blah is sufficient. (laughs) Oh, how I wish it didn't have only Spanish subtitles. Some words I didn't pick up. It could be me, but I think it's them. Oldies 50 to 60 listener also gave five stars to (laughs) Warring Professional Cool Touch Two Slice Toaster. It's a five-star, best for me. I've had this for seven weeks. I toast bread and frozen waffles every day. I use one heat setting. If bread, I leave it alone. If frozen waffles, I just hit the defrost button. All I want is toast. I get it. The clean trays work well and the manual pop-up use is different but works. All I want is toast. Wearing has set a high bar of toast worthiness, and I expect to get at least a year's service from it. Good (laughs) toast is worth this price. Amen.
1: Wow. Likes that toast.
2: They also had a review for slipper socks, which were like regular socks with leather sewn onto the bottom. And he wrote, In the 40s and 50s, no sock of mine wore out. Just outgrown. For worn-outs, the toes were restitched and the bottoms were restitched with a leather bottom. These are then and they're great. Get 'em.
0: It's somebody needs to call their dad. This is, I mean, he's Jesus just Christ. an old man who
2: misses <laughs> misses the old days,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dad, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, been on Amazon. This is how old people get into queue. They got yeah.
0: nothing else to do. <laughs>
1: Why don't we head on down to Popcorn or where simple popcorn-based reviews are only the start. I'm going to go first. I give this movie five popcorns. Five? Five popcorns. And what that means to me is these are five kernels of popcorn that, hey, they might not be your flavor, but they're mine. Okay. Also, Rachel Ward.
2: I, I give this movie two bags of popcorn that I like ate as a kid and I was like, oh, this was like a spooky bag of popcorn. But then later all across America, people are just choking on that same bag of popcorn. And I'm just looking at this bag of popcorn going like, oh my God, who knew that this was predicting things
0: to come? Uh, I'm going to give this one bag of popcorn um, that I'm eating happily. And then uh, I would say about, 45 minutes later, I have another bag of popcorn because why not? I got to eat, you know, and I'm eating that. (laughs) And I haven't even digested either of these bags of popcorn when I'm hitting the microwave and popping some more. And I'm just keep on eating. And then I sing a little song about popcorn.
2: And then you come over to my house and you're like, hey, where's the popcorn? I'm like, I mailed it to you. I tried to give you more popcorn. (laughs) But then you came over here and I slaved away on the (laughs) stovetop.
0: And also, Rachel Ward.
2: Well, that's it for the Cable Boys for today. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cable Boys Pod, and go ahead and head to Spotify and or iTunes and or anywhere else you find podcasts. Go ahead and subscribe, and you know what? Rate us five stars because, quite frankly, that was a five star episode. And if you don't think so, <laughs> then you can get chased around the outback by four people in Halloween masks that are the. Type that you get at Spirit Halloween where it's like clearly Father Christmas, but it just says like guy in red suit with beard.
1: I think Father Christmas is uh, <laughs> public domain. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> I think it's more you want a Daffy Duck mess than a Daddy <laughs> Duck.
2: Uh, but yeah, uh, if you want some more Cable Boys content, go ahead and follow us. I am at Man Warman on Instagram.
1: I am at The War Club on Twitter, and Justin Barker on Instagram.
0: And I am at Mike Postalakis on Instagram, and at follow the clues at QAnon. (laughs) I feel like we are missing, there's a whole chunk of uh, audience we could be hitting. We don't even have to really skew that way or another, but just, you know. That's true. All
2: right. uh, So yeah, uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye!
0: You don't want to waste a good honkable moment.